Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 11 continued. No reason to be sad. Mother Teresa's awareness of God's providence in her ministry and in her own spiritual life helped her through the hard times. Thank God we don't serve God with our feelings. Otherwise, I don't know where I would be. Pray for me, she wrote to Bishop Picacci. Yet she resisted falling into self-pity. In a letter to Father Nooner, she exhibited this same equanimity. Dear Father Nooner, I was very glad to get your letter and to see that in spite of your many great things you have to do for the Church of God, you still remember me. You are sad for me, but we really have no reason to be sad. He is the Master. He can dispose of me as it pleaseth him alone. I no longer count, and yet it hurts so much. Today I read something in Abbot Marmion, suffering with Christ. When this fire, God's love, comes into contact with imperfection, it produces suffering. There must be so much of nothingness in me, and so this fire causes so much pain. Pray for me. In humility, Mother Teresa continued to think that she still needed purification from her imperfections. In reality, her agonizing and interminable darkness was reparatory rather than purgative. It was a participation in the mission of saving souls. She was following the example of Jesus, her master, and of his blessed mother, who suffered immensely, not to be purified from sin, but to save sinners. In her correspondence with Archbishop Knox, Rather than describing the darkness, Mother Teresa expressed her determination in the unrelenting struggle. Pray for me, that I may kiss the hand that strikes with love and joy. At the same time, she was grateful for the Archbishop's support. Your letter to me was a great help. Would that in my heart it was as hot as it is outside. Pray for me. Writing to Bishop Picacci, she went on alluding to her inner agony. Pray for me that I may be able to keep giving with joy. She often just asked for his prayers or reaffirmed her yes to God. As for myself, I have very little, if anything, to say. I want to do his holy will, that is all, though I scarcely understand it. Along with the darkness, the cherished memory of the origin of her call also found a place in her confidential correspondence. From Archbishop Knox, for instance, she requested prayers on the 20th anniversary of the inspiration. Please pray for me on September 10th, the inspiration day, as the sisters call it. 20 years of grace, toil, and love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Angels of God are guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How can Mother Teresa think of herself as suffering because of her own imperfections? Well, according to Father Brian, the editor, it's because of her humility. And Father Brian disagrees with Mother Teresa's analysis. Mother Teresa is trying to understand her situation. She reads this beautiful quotation from Blessed Columba Marmion, the Irish Benedictine who was a monk in, in Belgium. And Blessed Marmion, who's a great theologian, a great spiritual writer, says, when this fire, God's love, comes into contact with imperfection, it produces suffering. So as a kind of hypothesis, Mother Teresa says, aha, you see, I'm suffering. God's love is within me. Therefore, it, this must be the reason. It must be some kind of imperfection in me. Now, Father Brian's not disagreeing with Blessed Marmion. Blessed Marmion's right. This, when God's love does encounter imperfection, it does produce suffering. That's true. It's just not the only explanation for what causes suffering. Because Jesus Christ had no imperfections. Mother, his blessed mother had no imperfections, and yet they suffered. And their suffering was not somehow the response to imperfections in them, but some way of making up for all the sins of the world, somehow allowing them to enter into this reparatory plan of God. And that's also what's true of Mother Teresa, that the darkness, the suffering, the pain was part of her ability to contribute in Christ, with Christ, through Christ to the salvation of souls. Things were happening to her that were not meant to purify her more, but to save souls. And why is this important for us? Well, it shows us that we, who do have many imperfections still, should not be surprised when we suffer, when God's love encounters us, our imperfections, as he's purifying us. But also we have to have a determination to will what God wills for us. We don't have to understand everything. We have to will what God wills. How do we do that? Divine love. That's exactly what divine charity does. It's friendship with Jesus. And that friendship makes us will what our friend wills. It makes us want to give him something good, to want his good. And what's the good we can want for him? To do his will, to contribute in the salvation of souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.